Hey, it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios' premier wrestling podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Open Frequency Radio. I'm your host, Sam the SLB. Alongside me today is a returning guest in my review realm, uh, in an album review station, uh, YouTube station. Um, John, hey, good to have you back on. I know we were talking about this for a bit, um, but I know there's a couple things you definitely want to like just hop into off the bat. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? I'm back. There's... Uh... Definitely say there's a lot to dive into that's happened over the last couple of months. Well, let's talk about the last week, per se. We still have to talk about, you know, the big thing that happened, you know, what, a week or two ago now? The big thing that happened, yeah, last last Sunday, yeah, January 24th. A day a, that should live a, in infamy! <laughs> that, was a big, that was a big day, one I was very excited about. <laughs> yeah, we, uh... And as of right now, I mean, we have what technically less than two months till this drops in theaters. March thirty first. Yeah. Yeah. Unless if they, if they don't change it again, yeah, March thirty first. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, we're talking about uh, last time John was on. We talked about nothing but Godzilla, but now we have a lot to talk about with the new Godzilla versus Kong trailer. Oh um, my god! Oh my god! What a trailer! <laughs> I remember. I remember we were talking about it back in november and we were like we, we were talking about it, like where's the trailer like where's the damn trailer and little did we know like two months later boom finally drop it and i think the response to it has been insane like i they got they got people really it's like not even just like diehard fans like myself like 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 us being excited for it after watching that like it's a given but i think i think what they've done is they've created a monster yeah, <laughs> but like I think I think they've pulled in the general audience like back in like I think like after the response to this, I think this is the big movie Hollywood needs like during like the weird times we have right now like this. I would agree. This might be the, <clears throat> uh, you know, depends on what you watch, depends on what you're looking at. Um, This might be the movie to kickstart the opening of uh theaters again absolutely yeah i think i think the intention was to have that for wonder woman 1984 but obviously that didn't do great i mean the movie was okay but i like what they did with this trailer a lot like not even just as a godzilla movie like this is a good trailer for a movie yeah, no, this was this was solid. Um, 
there's a lot in here. There's a lot of questions that uh, obviously you know people people have. Um, I know you dissected that trailer with Alex, <laughs> like seen shot for shot, and you noticed some things in there that I I actually didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on in this trailer, and you know what's crazy is that it looks like this trailer shows a lot, um, but like shortly after it came out, like director Adam Wingard said. Hey, we haven't even touched like the tip of the iceberg yet. There's a lot in this movie, but you still see, and there's a lot to like. There's a lot of questions I have for after seeing this trailer. Yeah, so let's let's dive into that because actually, I pulled up the trailer. So if we want to go, you know, we could go through it. But the first thing that came up before the trailer was this might not be Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong theory. So I know there's a lot of theories. There's a lot of things going on. Why don't you? Why don't you break down the trailer, the stuff that you saw that I obviously missed? Uh, we can dive right into that. Yeah. So, honestly, so this, right at the beginning of the trailer, I kind of missed this the first time. Um, my brother pointed it out. But at the beginning of the trailer, you see the city being destroyed. Uh-huh. And, like, that's, like, that's like missile fire. Like, those are missiles firing at those buildings. So then you see in the next shot, when the people are running down the stairs... Um, if you look above the stairs and I can say this now because I've known this for a while, but I can say it now because it's in the trailer. If you look at that figure that's standing right above the stairs, it's Mecha Godzilla. Hold a second. Hold a second. Hold a second. Yeah. Yo, you know what? I'm playing this back. Like if you can, you can like slow down the speed too of the video. <clears throat> I can do that on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Oh, uh, playback speed. We'll go like twenty fifth. So you go around like the four second mark, and you see oh, that, like that's not Godzilla. Like it looks like Godzilla, but it looks mechanical. Yeah, that's Mecha Godzilla. Oh man. Oh man! And, like that's easy to miss too, um, but like a lot of people are going like like going through this trailer really slowly, and that's that's something I missed before. But I was like, "Yep, that's him." I yeah, I don't know how I missed that. Well, then again, like you said, it's easy to miss. It almost looks like it just Godzilla. Like, like, at normal speed, it looks like, oh, there's, like, Godzilla or some kind of monster. Yeah, well, at first, I thought it was, like, either a monster or it was, like, a, like, a tsunami, like, a wave of, like, like, a giant wave or something like that. Like, because it goes by really, really fast. Uh, but that's, and that's just at the beginning of the trailer. Yeah, let's, uh, let's keep going. I'm, now, you, now you got my, now you have my attention. <laughs> and then, <laughs> obviously... You see, they got Kong on a boat here. And I like that they're kind of continuing the story of King Kong. Pretty much, you know, King Kong being captured and taken off his island, which they didn't do in Kong Skull Island, obviously. But they're continuing his story in this film a little bit. Yeah, and he's 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 massive compared to what he looked like in the... Uh... He got really, really big since the 1970s. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of time to yoke out. Yeah. One thing that's weird about this part is that you see Kong unconscious on the boat, but then in the next shot, 
you see him in chains and everything like that, but like he's like content. These have to be taken from like the same, like different shots from the same, uh, same scene somewhere down yeah. the line. Yeah, and then you see you see Alexander Scar uh, character. He's like, we need Kong. He's like, the world needs him. And something's coming, and I feel like. I feel like Kong is kind of a puppet in this. Like, I think he's doing what, what he's doing in this movie. I think he's doing willingly. And that kind of plays into the next part of him being connected to this little girl. And like that, he's the only one that she's the only one that he'll communicate with. Okay. So okay. I, so I think something bad, something bad is happening in the world right now. And they need, they need Kong for something. Uh, I'm wondering if he leaves the island willingly, but I mean, why would they chain him? I mean, still, they're chaining him up, but it, it's that's it's weird. There's like a lot of shots in this trailer where I don't know the order of them. Like, I can't, I can't figure that part out. I can only assume, looking at the trailer, that um, he's probably probably unconscious. And then he probably gets a little riled up, and they bring the girl out, and it calms him down. That's that's in order yeah. of operations. Because <laughs> you see, Kong is mostly okay, and for this part, and you know, I think, yeah, like you said, like he's probably going a little crazy. But then the little girl comes out. Her name is, I think, her name is Jia or Jaya. She comes out, and like, and then like Kong is okay. Um. You see this one part where it's dark and he's on and he's in chains on the boat. Yep. That's where you really see how big he got. Like this little girl is like just a speck compared to him. Um After this though, once the, is when you see Godzilla come in. Um, this has people asking a lot of questions because you see in these parts on the, he's just destroying them. Like he's attacking these people. I'm wondering, you might, you might laugh at me at this one. I wonder if they're trying to. <clears throat> Because they still had that machine from the last movie at the end of it, correct? The end of number two. Which machine did you mean? The one that where they control the monsters like waves. Oh, oh, the orca. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's something where, because obviously you and I, being in depth with the Godzilla knowledge we have, and Godzilla looking like he's the bad guy in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Um. Mecha Godzilla's never been a good guy. Never. That's the big theory right now that this is not Godzilla. That that's probably the biggest theory floating around right now that this that this shot you see of like him doing this is not actually him because a lot of people oh because in this universe it's pre- it's definitely been established that Godzilla is a good guy. Yeah. And, like he only does this stuff when he has to or when like nature's out of balance and like he's pretty much like putting people he's like putting us in check pretty much. Or yeah. he's put and he's putting other monsters in check. So 
with this footage, it's like, why is he doing this? So it's like, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't think it's Mechagodzilla. I think. Well, that's what I was wondering if they had the orca still. Maybe they. Uh, that's a possibility. That's a possibility that like somebody's using the orca. Um, to kind of mess him up a little bit. It's possible. My theory for this is that we're doing something like humanity's doing something they're not supposed to. Like, like, don't forget, like at the end of King of the Monsters, like you have eco terrorists in possession of King Ghidorah's head. And, you know, he's probably still trying to find it. Like he probably knows it's out there somewhere. And um, you have people building a robotic version of him. So, like, Godzilla's probably like, no, that's not okay. <laughs> yeah, and, especially... And, I mean, you're taking... You took Kong off his island, which is probably... Which you're not supposed to do either. Yeah, there's a, a lot of interesting questions involved with this trailer. Yeah. Um, where am I? I'm about minute 18. Because most of the trailer actually takes place during this one scene, it looks like. Yeah. So, like, if you go to... One part I find interesting is that you go to a minute 11 here. Uh, or a minute 10. Yep. And look at Kong. Like, see, some, he sees something there, and I'm kind of wondering what it is. slowing this trailer down again so i can take a look yeah yeah no that's a that's a concerned look yeah i'm like wondering well like my first thought was that's the first time he sees godzilla yeah and, you know being off the island he's probably never seen anybody any other titan like this before like he's only he's only seen like the skull crawlers and like stuff like that um i don't i thought it was that at first but my thought is, um, this is just speculation. Like, obviously, I don't know for sure. I think, I think the little girl doesn't make it. I think, I think Godzilla probably destroys the ship that she's on, and this is Kong's like reaction to that. Oh, so you really, you, uh, you really think they're gonna go kind of dark with this one, huh? I think so, and I think like like that's Kong's connection to humanity, and like I think that's a very. I think that would be his reaction to something happening like that, and you know that's all more reason for him to hate Godzilla, <laughs> if that were the case. Interesting, I'm liking where this is going, and I think it kind of, um, it kind of pushes people to root for Kong a little bit more. Mm -hmm. because he's the he's the underdog of this movie um what i like that this trailer has done overall is that it's it's shown that kong has a chance like we'll get into the trailer a little bit more but i think this this trailer is all kong i think yeah let's uh let's continue this deep dive into this trailer so you see this shot kong still in chains and he's like he knows Godzilla's coming, and then Godzilla just boom, uppercut. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, if we get to go to the IMAX for this movie, that scene is gonna be nasty. 
this this fight on top of the aircraft carrier is going to be like so memorable. It blows my mind how much detail they put into this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's another that's another part of this trailer. Like, that's one thing that's benefited this movie is like the delays like have caused like have given like the people like the special effects artists working on this movie a lot more time. And it looks amazing. Yeah, it doesn't look cheesy. Um, not that the other two didn't. You know, the other two looked pretty decent. Yeah, the other, the other movies were re- are, were good also, but this was like, this is like some like something special here. Like this shot on top of the aircraft carrier where Kong lands the punch, boom. Yep. <laughs> Very detailed. And the way that the the way Godzilla's head reacts. Yeah. Like, it's boom. almost like they did like motion capture. To get that to look like that. And then Kong just gives him a shoulder check right off the aircraft carrier. Um, you know, it's been an argument um, for this movie, like for a while, even way before this trailer dropped, when we were just having like this promo that we had this one promo image of Kong landing the punch on, on Godzilla on, on the aircraft carrier. You know what? People were like, oh, they're too big to be on the aircraft carrier. And I'm like, you have two giant monsters fighting in each, each other. What's so? There's nothing real about that to begin with. I'm like, if you if they want them to stand on top of an aircraft carrier, that's fine. And like looking at it like now, like completely in this trailer, like with with more context to it, I'm like, this works. I'm like, that's memorable. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this is And then I love this next part where where Godzilla's charging up his 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 blast and Kong Kong does his best die hard impression just whoa just jumps right off the ship. Yeah, the <laughs> And so, oh, go ahead. So, so the cool thing about this trailer, and like I said, there's a lot of assumptions right now, but I think this trailer might fall into the line of something you and I discussed about, like perfect promotion for a film. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, you know, Infinity War and Endgame, it kind of was like Endgame. You didn't see trailers till like a month before. Um, the Star Wars trilogy, the sequel trilogy. You know, you didn't know what any of those fucking movies were about yep. upon release. And this, they kind of give you some ideas, but you don't... Uh, like, we could be completely wrong in everything we've just talked about. Yeah, exactly. And I think this is this is the opposite of what they did with the last movie, pretty much. The last movie, you, like, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing, like, market marketing for it. Like, a TV spot here, like like three trailers and this was all like they started marketing that movie like a wet, like over a year in advance and i think it hurt the performance of king of the monsters like quite a bit um like they kind of they kind of killed their own hype i guess because like the the response to that first trailer was really good too um 
with this movie though they did the entire they did the total opposite like show show nothing like until the last minute and so far i think it's worked yeah and we like i mean if we continue this i mean it still just goes on until about like as of this as of this it just it's almost 50 million views 1.5 million likes and like I think I sent you a I sent I sent you a picture earlier. It's the fourth, I think the fourth most liked like Hollywood like trailer on YouTube, ever. It's like right behind like Infinity War and Endgame, which is incredible. Yeah, yeah. And then this is it gets interesting because then you get the couple of human characters that they show, mm-hmm. and then it comes to this. City with the neon lights. Yeah, actually, if you pause um, right after he says, um, "These are dangerous times." If you uh-huh. pause, if you pause that shot with this um, Asian actor, his name's uh, Shu Naguri. Oh, now, if you look! Look behind him. Oh, you see the like the schematics from Mecha Godzilla. I gotta. This is interesting. This also, what's you know what's interesting about this character? Um, you know what his what his name is? Uh, I do not. Ren Sarazawa. Is it son? Yes. In the in the graphic novel of King of the Monsters, um, Doctor Sarazawa says he has a he had a son named Ren. Interesting. And that's him. But you kind of wonder, um, what's his son? Ha- what does his son have to do with Mechagodzilla? Maybe his son is angry, yeah, you know, irrationally angry that you know his father Probably had to kill himself. That his father died because of Godzilla. Yeah, That's, that though, was my guess too. Like, even though we know why, you know, from the character's perspe- perspective, they just assume that he died. Because he of probably just thinks that Godzilla killed him. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm yeah. fascinated with the screenshot. This screenshot says a lot. Yeah, it's it makes it almost every shot of this trailer it draws a question, and it's great. Okay. So this next shot here, where you see the city all lit up, um, <laughs> I love this the first time I saw it. Um, that's Hong Kong. That is Hong Kong, okay. Mm-hmm. But look at it, like, it's just, like, everybody, like, everybody thinks, like, Pacific Rim, um, when they see this shot. Does uh, Hong Kong really look like that with the neon lights? Honestly, I don't know. Maybe, maybe during a certain time of year, it might look like that. I know it's, I know it's a pretty, like, extravagantly, like, lit city. Um, but that just looks like that looks amazing. And like and like one of the fights is gonna be in Hong Kong like that. One of the complaints that um that the last movie and and, and even the 2014 film drew was that um the fights at night were too dark. And um you kind of hid the monsters a little bit. And I mean, I don't know if it's easier for like 
I'm not a VFX artist, but like I don't know if it's easier to like do CGI at night. Um, but yeah, like that's been that was one of the big things that like people kind of had gripes with. So like going into this movie, like everybody like people wanted like a fight in the day, which we're going to get um, from the aircraft carrier scene, and then um, with fights at night, they wanted it more well lit. And it looks like you're going to get both of those. Going to get the best of both worlds there. Yeah. Now, I this... thought... I'm, oh, I, I was going to say, because the only other thing I'd noticed, and I kind of, like, skimmed ahead by, like, a couple of seconds to the board. I don't know if this gives off anything, if you notice uh, anything. Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah, that's that's part part's interesting. Uh, before you get to that, you see um, you see Kyle Chandler's character, Mark Russell. Um, yeah. He's back. He's back from King of the Monsters, and you hear him say, "This draws on the Mechagodzilla theory. Godzilla's out there hurting people, and we don't know why." Um, this shot though, where like Godzilla's blasting, like it looks like like a factory almost. This is like very like Showa esque shot right here. Where yeah. he's like Godzilla's just blowing up a fact like a a factory section of a city. This shot, he kind of looks like that. I, I feel like that shot that might be Mecha Godzilla. Might be. Hold a you, you see Godzilla's kind of like almost like silver. Silver, the tips of his um maybe that's the lighting. Um, it could his be eyes... the huh? I it could be the lighting. Um, this shot is the only one where I think that's a phony. Like in terms of this isn't Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah, because even his eyes. I don't think does Godzilla's eyes light up when he shoots the atomic breath like that. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, this is this is okay. Um, if you all right, if you go to the board here, um, you can pick out some interesting things here from the board. Uh, let's see. Let me pause really quick. Okay, a few uh interesting articles here. Wait, let me boost the quality. Oh, that's about as good as I can get. One of the one of the sign you see that one at the bottom. It says Antarctica a no go zone for tourists. Okay. Um, what are you doing? I like had it going very slow, and it's like that last last shot. Okay, no go zone for tourists. Okay, interesting. Um, UN vetoes Godzilla, which is interesting. Something you see on most of the sticky notes here. You see the word apex. <coughs> yeah, I see that Godzilla connection between Godzilla plus apex. Yeah, you see apex facility two, apex facility three, apex facility attacked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not yeah, Godzilla I think, attack. I think apex is apex is the rival organization to Monarch. That makes sense. I think Apex is the one responsible for Mechagodzilla, I think. 
and you see Apex attacked and you see like Godzilla and Apex, like, yeah, he's like, I think Godzilla knows what they're doing and that's why he's attacking them. Interesting. I mean, so or... it could be like a, it could be like a, a company where nobody else picks up on it, but Godzilla. Yeah. I mean, that's possible. I mean, or I mean, or I mean, it falls back into the the Mecha Godzilla theory, where you know people are getting them confused with one another. Interesting. Yeah, like this is like it. It really like gets me like the get gets the gears going in my head, but still, like I I really don't know. And I like that. I like that. I don't know. Are we expecting another trailer before release, sir? Uh, honestly, I don't know, but if, if I'm being honest, Sam, I kind of, I kind of don't want one. Oh, I agree with you on that. I uh, don't want another trailer. Like I'm satisfied with this. And I think being so close to the movie now, I think, I don't think they should do another trailer. Like if anything, maybe like some, some TV spots with like some, like maybe a little bit of newish footage, like. If that, but, like, not a full-blown trailer. Yeah, no, that w- I mean, I would see them doing TV spots. Yeah. Um, yeah you, see, you see Millie Bobby Brown's character, Madison Russell, she's back. Uh, looks, like she's, looks like she's driving around or palling around with Julian Dennison, who you remember f- from Deadpool 2. Yep. Um, and then it kind of goes back to Kong a little bit. This part is interesting. Um, where he finds like that handprint. I think I know. I think I know where this is going to. Okay. Well, enlighten me on this one. I'm, I'm curious. So I think this is inside the Hollow Earth. Oh. And like you hear uh, Rebecca Hall's character, you hear her say the myths are real. She's like, there was a war. Um, so I think there was, I think there was an ancient rivalry between Godzilla and Kong. And you see him have the axe there. I think this is where he finds the axe. You know, whether it's him or whether it's like Kong's ancestors or something like that. I think this axe is what helped them like fight off like, you know, like Godzilla's kind. Interesting. Interesting. And almost gets uh, looking at the scene, it almost becomes a little bit like a Planet of the Apes for a moment. Yeah, he looks like that one shot. He just looks like he's like wicked smart. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Um where wait, we about two minutes into this trailer. Yeah, and then you see you see your next favorite Titan here, Sam, Warbat. Oh the Kong's, fucking Kong, snake thingies. Kong's fighting a couple of Warbats. Um, I don't know how big a role these two will these this this kind of Titan will play. Like I don't know if the I don't know if the Warbats are gonna be like 
um, really like prominent in this movie or if they'll kind of just be like the skull crawlers and just kind of like, um, you know, be Kong's enemy, like, you know, for a little bit. Or, I mean, or if they'll play a bigger role, I have no idea. And then you see you see another daytime fight between Godzilla and Kong here. Like I'm kind of wondering where this is. It's a city, but where is it? Yeah, I don't know if it's after Hong Kong. No, it doesn't really look like Hong Kong anymore, unless unless they just totally leveled it. Yeah, that's a... <clears throat> you gotta fight there. And then it goes into this next scene. It looks like these big fucking... Is that... That's not Rodan. They look like fucking bats. Yeah, these look like... I, I think these are new Titans. But you see that pattern on the floor there where it's like the shape of Godzilla. Yeah, I noticed that. I, I'm wondering what that is. I think I think that's definitely inside the Hollow Earth, but I'm like kind of wondering what that what that means. Yeah, because even if you look before that, like as they're coming down, you just see these blue lines on yeah. the side of the walls. Yeah, I'm wondering what that what that's all about. Uh, looks like you see him fighting in Hong Kong a little more. You see Kong bows to no one. I think this is this is one of the other money shots of the trailer right here, right towards the end. Oh, uh, the, where, where, uh... Kong, where Kong has the axe. So I think this is what makes Kong have a chance here. This this axe, because um, if you look at one of the other shots in the trailer, and like this proves it a little bit more. Like the the sharp the sharp part of this axe looks like one of Godzilla's spines. Oh, okay. And I think that's why in this part of the trailer you see you see his heat ray like kind of be like drawn to it so the axe kind of works like a magnet too which you know makes kong able to be able to avoid it and he's using that right uh, get right back at him huh it's boom and then the trailer ends <laughs> that is quite the trailer when you break it down yeah, and like, you know, I like the music choice too. You know, the music choice is good. It's it's different. Like the last the last trailer, you had something like really like nice. Like you had, I think it was Claire de Lune. You had, yeah, really, really nice uh, uh, music to go along with it. And then this, you just have something fun. You just have something that gets you going. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, something else you sent me along the lines of Godzilla, kind of. Yeah. I haven't even looked at it yet. But I remember you sent it to me. I think it was you who sent it to me. The Shin Ultraman trailer? 
Oh, yeah. If you watch that trailer, <laughs> my first thought when I watched, I don't know too much about Ultraman, first off. Um, I knew they were doing this, and it's the same guys that did Shin Godzilla. Oh, ooh. Same two guys. Um, so, hence the name Shin Ultraman. But if you watch that trailer and you watch like the way it's shot and everything like that, it looks indistinguishable from Shin Godzilla. Yeah, it looks like Shin Godzilla. And uh, looks like Japan is trying to revive some of their most popular uh, franchises throughout the years. Yeah, I mean, besides a few shots where like you see like that lapel from the uh, uh, from the Science Patrol. And then you see like you see a couple of monsters and then you see Ultraman at the end. Uh, besides that, though, it looks like it looks like it could just go with Shin Godzilla. I'm curious. I've always liked Ultraman, especially when uh, they I remember growing up. They had I think Fox Kids had a. Uh, one of the Ultraman renditions dubbed on Saturday mornings. Oh, okay. Um, granted, it's been around longer than fucking Power Rangers or Super Sentai, so... Yeah, Ultraman's been around since, like, the 60s. Yeah, 66. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know if that's going to be coming to the States via theaters. If it does... I'd, I'd be very surprised if it did. Um, especially with, like, COVID and everything. Like, I mean, it might be better then, but... Um... I don't well, know when it'll be released in the U.S. What's the date on that? I know it's all in Japanese. I will find out the date right now. Oh, they don't have a release date. Just 2021. Yeah. Oh, who knows then? Because one of the co- I think one of the coolest theater experiences I think we've ever done was when we did see Shin Godzilla in theaters. Um, that was fun. <laughs> Driving all the way to Boston for it and everything, and in a small theater too. Well, yeah, because they they wouldn't have uh, they wouldn't. I don't think it could. The only theater I think they could have put it in the only showcase theater would have been like Providence Place. Yeah, because they do a lot of foreign films. Yeah, but I don't know if they would have made their revenue doing that. Granted, that theater. Yeah. Was oh, that was <laughs> that was the that was like. I don't think there was a seat left. Not at all. Um, yeah, that was fun, though. I, I remember that pretty well. Well, we got a couple months. We got your trailer. I got my trailer. I'm happy. Now I just now I just got to see the movie in theaters. I, for me, I don't, I don't care if I go alone. I might have to get the IMAX on that one. I'm pushing for it. You know, I'm... I'm I hope we can. I hope we can do it. Well, you know, Ken and I saw Tenet in the IMAX, right? I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when we were there, everything was so spaced out. There was nobody next to us. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do it then. It's worth it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even if we go see it at a regular theater too, like I'm going to the IMAX to see Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Because that's a that's a that's a. We've gotten spoiled having the IMAX right next to us. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I miss it. I should, I mean, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think we should do it. We should do IMAX for it. But yeah, I mean, let's hope they don't change the release date anymore. Let's hope it stays March 31st. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening unless they decide at last minute to like, for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's pretty close to the. Uh, I mean, they're because of that simultaneous release with HBO Max too. It's kind of close to the the Schneider the Snyder cut of yeah. Justice League. So I think I think with that they changed it so that way they spaced them out a little bit more. Yes, which makes yeah. sense. When when does Justice League drop? I think that's March seventeenth, nineteenth. Either seventeenth, one of those between one of those days. I think it's either seventeen, eighteen, or nineteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. As I'm super curious about that. My God, the bathroom breaks for that four-hour movie. I mean, is it going to be dropped in theaters, or is it straight HBO Max? That's an HBO Max thing. Man. I'm really curious to see what they're going to do. I am, too. I mean, we, we saw Justice League, and I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, either. I think there were things about it that were like, okay, that's, you know... I think knowing that the franchise, the uh, what Schneider was trying to do was like kind of dead in the water, kind of made it a little yeah. less. What's the word I'm looking for? Like knowing you're going to see a film there won't be a sequel to, it was kind of like, <sighs> fuck. Yeah, I, I, I can understand that. Um, I am I am curious though, like what kind of stuff he's adding in, or what kind of stuff they made him keep out a few years ago. Yeah, no, I know there's a lot of... They've, they've been doing reshoots. It, actually, this technically, it looks like it's going to still fit in with the, the uh, extended universe that they're doing. Oh, okay. Because if you go on like the Wikipedia page, it's like Future Films, Zack Snyder's Justice League is the first thing on there. Yeah, like, I think that... I know that they'll still do movies for it. I mean, even if they're not, like, totally connected to one another, I think. Like, I know they want to do another Aquaman. They're doing. They're going to do another Wonder Woman. New Shazam. Yep. Black Adam. Su- uh, Suicide Squad comes out this summer. Yep. Um, yeah, DC, DC's busy. They're still busy, even though... Even though the response to them is usually mixed. I, I like their stuff. I don't care what anyone says. I, I kind of yeah, enjoy it. I don't mind it either. You know, especially I think you and I were on the same boat with, in terms of uh, Batman v Superman. Yeah, exactly. Actually, you know what I wanted to ask you? Um, I wanted to ask you what you thought of Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, we haven't had this talk, have we? I don't think we've talked about it, like, in depth. So I watched the movie for the first time. Or the only time. And I didn't think it was horrible. I didn't think it was as bad as some people made it. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. I mean, I thought it was okay. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I raised some eyebrows at a few parts. Um, but, like, for people to say that it, like, sucked, I'm like, no, it didn't suck. I'm like, it was fine. I think it was... I think I was excited for it a little bit more than, than I should have been. But... The one big question I had going into that movie was, I was like, how is Steve Trevor alive? And then you find out he's not, I mean, he he is alive, but he's somebody else. It was weird. 
It was weird. I mean, I kind of get what they were going. I'm like he was like reincarnated as this, just as somebody different. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was. I don't want to say I was thrown off by that, but it was. It was a little weird, especially when you know he was. It's like, oh, she's fucking some other guy who's actually not her boyfriend. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, wait, it's. I mean, it's him, like his personality, but, but I'm like, it's not him you're looking at. Not me. I'm you. Then who are you? I'm not, <laughs> not you. <laughs> yeah, that was like the big thing I asked. Um, other than that, no. I mean, both of them obviously. Wonder Woman, Steve Trevor were great. Were great. Um, I thought Pedro Pascal's character, is it Maxwell Lord? I thought he was interesting. He was cool. Um, like Cheetah was uh, underwhelming. It was she was okay. Cheetah, I got the vibe. You remember all the um and I don't want to compare it because that's like it's really not the same, but it's also kind of reminds me of it. Do you remember when Spider Man three came out? Yes. And how much everyone thought it was gonna be Venom? And then it wasn't. Yeah, you got Venom at the end for like five minutes. And then, and then it was mostly Sandman. Yeah, that's that's the vibe I almost felt with uh, Cheetah. Yeah, I, I kind of felt that too. Like, Maxwell Lord, like, he's like... I mean, he felt like more of the villain than Cheetah to me. But still, I mean, I think you kind of... I understood him. Like, he had better character development, I think, than Cheetah. Like Cheetah's like Cheetah's like thing was just like, oh, I was like I was like nerdy and like everybody nobody liked me before, but then I wished for this and now everybody likes me. But like I think Maxwell Lord's like thing was all attached to his son. And I don't I was just interested by his by what he was doing more, the fact that he like he made himself like this like artifact that was capable of wishing. Yeah, that was that was super weird. That was like it, again, it wasn't bad. It's it's something where if it was on TV and I had it on for background noise, sure. But I don't think I'd mm. watch watch it. You know, I think Which... what hurt them. I think what hurt the movie was was delays, and um, I think that it was advertised for a while, but it kept getting delayed. It was it must have been delayed like three or four times, and then finally they were just like, "Well, screw it." <laughs> We just gotta get it out there. Yeah, and unfortunately, well, fortunately enough, they don't have as much. Uh... And like, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like why I'm fortunate. Like Godzilla versus Kong, like kind of didn't suffer the same fate, really. Like, I like people were begging for stuff for a while with that movie, but like, not showing anything for it has helped it. And like, yeah. you see the, you see these other movies that have shown stuff. Like no, like like no time to die is a big one. Like that's had a trailer for a long time. Like, but it keeps getting delayed. So you kind of you're kind of killing like as a movie studio, you're kind of killing hype for your own movie by doing that. I stick with the comment that I told you the other day, where when they named that movie No Time to Die, they were talking about the release date because that release date <laughs> will not die. That's enough. That movie's never gonna come out. Yeah, I'm. It's like it's almost like they haven't picked another bond and they like like 
let's just move this as <laughs> as far back as we can. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Yep. Um, but obviously you and I, we were, you know, prior to this, we were, uh, just before we got on, we were talking about, you know, the MCU. Um, yep. You had asked me if I watched the latest episode of WandaVision, which I have not. Um, you know, talk about somebody who has a game plan. I mean, I already went through this with a coworker of mine mm-hmm. recently. We talked about, like, everything they had planned for Star Wars. But, like, they're not slouching on, on Disney either. I mean, on uh, Marvel either. Nope. Um, so as of right now, uh, we'll just go through this quickly before I, you know, we touch on WandaVision. So WandaVision's out, uh, that only goes till March, so like in a month, dude, we're like done with it. Um, following that, we have Falcon, Winter Soldier, um, Loki, and then in the middle of the What If series in production, I don't know if that means that they've filmed, they've, they've finished them, uh, Miss Marvel and Hawkeye are in filming, everything else is like pre-production and whatnot, but this is, uh, this is the beginning of phase four wandavision this is a weird show i gotta say right off the bat i'm very interested in it and i i think it's interesting that this is the way the mcu starts up again after avengers endgame i mean i know black widow was probably the intention to start with um before that movie that's another movie that's seeing so many delays um to start with something like this though um very interesting. I like what I've seen so far with it. Yeah, you definitely tell, first and foremost off the bat, that they're really going to fuck with the multiverse now. Yep. Aside from the fact that the Doctor Strange movie is called the Multiverse of Madness, um, you could definitely tell by watching this and knowing that Vision is alive in this, but he's actually, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Infinity War, he's actually dead. Yep. Um, or, or if you haven't seen Far From Home, the idea of multiverses. Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's. So I watched episode three. I have to watch four probably after I get out of the shower after we record yeah. this. But four, episode four four explains a lot. Um. Oh yeah, but I mean we're going ahead with episode three. Um. Three. The way that one ended was interesting. That was like the plot twist. That was where the shit you kind of knew what was going down. Oh yeah, they're not actually on Earth. There's something else going on. Yeah, I mean, this is not this is not the reality that we're that we know. <laughs> you know, the fact that Wanda Maximoff is speaking with an American accent instead of a uh, Slovenian <laughs> accent. Her, her Sokovian accent Sokovian. just magically just magically disappeared. Um, the fact that they had the the baby so soon. So I I'm, and again I haven't watched episode four yet. I almost watched episode four before we did this. Um, I'm almost curious if there's somebody in there trying to keep them in or keep her encaged. Then again, I haven't watched episode four, so there's a lot. Yeah, episode four. There's a lot more explanation. Um. But I think with the end of episode three, when you have, <laughs> you see the big, do not bring up, do not bring up bad memories to Wanda. I think the fact that somebody, I think the fact that somebody brought up 
Ultron in this reality, Wanda was like, oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, I just had that... Uh, she was just like, that's what I've been trying to forget this whole entire time, and you just brought it up. <laughs> it, almost, it was almost like, um, you know, Vietnam flashbacks, you know? Right. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, and again, multiverse here. Um, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, I believe... I don't know if they have uh, the kid coming back who originally played him. Um, played, um... Oh, her fucking brother there. Um, uh, Quicksilver? Yes. Well, I'm like... I'm sucking at my comic book knowledge today. <laughs> um, yeah, you kind of wonder. I mean, I don't think... A friend of mine had the idea. I don't think it'll be this quick... Like, the Quicksilver in the MCU. Like, Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver... Yeah. Um, my friend was like, my friend threw out the idea. He's like, he's like, what if it's the Quicksilver from X Men? Well, that was my other thing. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. he's been cast for the show. Oh, he has. Let me let me confirm that. Uh... Oh, that'd be huge if I if he was. I didn't know that. Yeah, Evan Peters has been is cast for Wandavision, according to IMDb. Does it say what role, or is it not disclosed? It's not disclosed. So I think oh. that's enough. That gives us enough information. Oh, that'd be pretty wild. Yeah, let me let me um let me go to. Um... I don't know if Kevin Feige said it or not, but somebody I think I read somewhere that there's a big cameo in this show eventually. Do you think it might be uh, Doctor Strange? Because my guess, in... my guess is Doctor Strange. It would make sense because he's in Spider-Man. He's the only one who really knows how to travel throughout the multiverse. Yeah, I mean this dude he's the this dude's the sorcerer supreme. So I, I feel like if somebody's like messing around with like realities and stuff like that, he'll be the first one there saying, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> exactly. And oh Exactly. Where'd that go? Um, and I think when you watch when you watch the next episode, it, it pushes that idea further that I think Doctor Strange will eventually show up. Okay, okay, I'm in, I'm interested. I I'm I'm looking forward to this now. Um, <clears throat> let me pull. I'm pulling up. So he's listed on the Google page for IMDb, but I want to make sure. Filmography. He's not on here per se, but like on Wikipedia, I'm sorry, on Google, it shows Evan Peters Mm. casted on the IMDb Google like information. Yeah, IMDb I would trust more than like if you saw it on Wikipedia, I might I might be like uh, maybe not, Um, because any I mean Wikipedia can easily be edited. I mean IMDb can be edited too but i think you have to have like an account and stuff like that and i think it needs to be approved yeah i'm looking i'm actually doing some uh see yeah wikipedia has it but there's no source so i'm like looking Mm. but like i said if you go on to google and you google wandavision and mind you, I didn't have to dig for it. You look at WandaVision, 
on the Google IMDb page. It's Elizabeth Olsen and then Evan Peters. Oh, okay. So it's not even Paul Bettany, you know, Vision. He's not even number two on the cast list. <laughs> oh, boy, that's pretty big then. No wonder. My, maybe that's why, my, that's why my friend said that. Look for like I I need some absolute proof because it's like just pr- enough proof, but there's also enough that th- there's not enough proof. Yeah, I I feel like that that'll be something hard to find because if like if they are doing that, they'll keep that on. They definitely keep that under wraps pretty tight, you know, as much as they can anyway. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, once I watch episode four, I'll let you know what I think. Um, I'm curious. I think these are all, this is only one, is this a one season show, I think? I don't think they've renewed it. I think there's another season coming. I don't know that for sure. Okay. And this is one of the longer shows um, that they're doing. You know, Falcon, Winter Soldier, only six episodes, Loki's only six episodes. Which I thought Loki was one of the characters they said was permanently killed off. Right. Oh, maybe it is one. Maybe this is one season. Well, maybe they want to see what. Maybe what kind of. They have the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special in that whole list. That's comical. Like in the timeline. Yeah. Oh, they actually. Yeah, they don't. It's not necessarily. It's not like definite a season two for WandaVision. All right. Interesting. The other thing, and I and I. What I'm excited for about this phase, and it sucks that they didn't have everybody originally, because if they did, those Avengers movies would have been like through the fucking roof. Like Infinity War and Endgame could have been even better than they were. But mm-hmm. like going into Phase Four, we're talking about X Men. You know, we're talking about Fantastic Four. I love the Fantastic Four. They've always been one of my favorite uh, superhero groups. Um, granted, the movies haven't done them justice, but <laughs> um yeah i'm i'm super excited to see where we're going with all this um i think the rumor has it is kang the destroyer is going to be the main villain this this uh phase okay and the other thing i'm kind of curious about um yeah i'm i'm kind of wondering when we're gonna find out like who the next big bad is like I'm kind of hoping it's the same way, like at the end of the Avengers, where you just have the after credit scene where it's Thanos. I kind of, I want something like that. But so far, look at the amount of movies we have for Phase Four. I mean, TV shows aside, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven confirmed for Phase Four. Blade, Deadpool, and an X Men film are confirmed, but they're not like confirmed for Phase Four. Yeah, we don't have an Avengers movie in Phase Four. Nope. So I'm curious if Doctor Strange might almost um almost like fill in for the lack of an Avengers movie this this time around. Oh, because of the multiverse thing? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um I mean, I'm also curious again. We got we have other superheroes who I'm not too familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and then the Eternals. Yeah, those are ones that I'm not too familiar with. 
Um, I'm very curious to see how that's going to all play in. Ash, what do you think of the um, the things floating around for the next Spider Man? Like the, the rumors, like the rumors floating around that like that's going to be like a big like multiverse like movie, and like there's like rumors like floating around like a bunch of people from like um, like Tobey Maguire supposed to be in it, like Andrew Garfield supposed to be in it. Um. <clears throat> My understanding, and we can look at this right now, again, um, I swear some of those people have already been confirmed. Um, obviously, Doctor Strange is going to be in it. Alfred Molina, you know, the guy who played Doctor Rock, uh, Octavius in Spider-Man 2 is going to be in it. Like, that's confirmed. Yeah, and you have, you have Jamie Foxx, who played Electro in the... Um... I think it was the Amazing Spider-Man. He was, yep. I don't know if I don't remember if it was either one or two, but he's in it. I I think it's um I think I think we'll see them. The other two. I don't know what their intentions are. I uh, see it being I, I see if they are, you know, awesome. Like that'd be that'd be amazing. Um I see their roles being like very like minimal. Probably, because you remember Toby Maguire hasn't. I don't even remember the last movie he did. Like he's like been kind of done with Hollywood. He is forty five years old. Wow. <sighs> Toby Maguire filmography. The last film he's been in a couple of different films. Boss Baby, Get Nuked, Duke's Best Enemies. Some oh producer, producer, director. Last thing he. Had, Acted in. Actually, let's look at acting. Pawn Sacrifice. It's about a chess player. Okay. Um, yeah, he hasn't... I don't think he's acted in a movie in a very long time. Yeah, no, he's doing a lot of production work, it looks like. Yeah. I don't know. I'm super excited. I, I, you know what? I'm not going to lie. One of, the, one of the pros, I think, of having... The pan, you know, pushing everything back due to the pandemic, it gives us some time to breathe after phase three. That's true. It allows us to <clears throat> kind of like take a breather because, I mean, let's be real. We've, you and I, I know for a fact, saw almost every superhero movie in theaters. I've Just seen about, every superhero. Yeah. <clears throat> I've seen every MCU movie in theaters. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Um, so it gives us time to breathe, gives us time to like look into other things. Um, but it also makes me more excited for what's to come in the future. Um, yeah, I think that I think the MCU needs a needs at least one movie this year. I think we'll get at least two. You know, Maybe, I, I mean, two, great. Uh, um, I'd say at least one. Like, the TV shows, I think only the TV shows, I think, will only get you so far. Um, you need a movie, whether it's Black Widow or, or you know, or not. I mean, I think you need a big movie for them this year. Yeah, no, I mean, there wasn't, like, there wasn't really anything that came out last year. Um, I saw Birds of Prey. I liked it. I know people give it crap. Um so yep. Tenet, I like Tenet. I know people gave that one crap. Fuck them. That's all I'll say. 
Um, yeah, I think I, I think come late spring, early summer, I think things will the theaters at least will be a little more. Uh, People will be more comfortable to go to the theaters. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think movie theaters will have some more stuff to work with, too. Hopefully. Oh, a lot more. Because everything's bottlenecking right now. Yep. Um, you know, it's good and it's bad. You know, it's given some of these studios more time to uh, work on, put some extra work into their product. <laughs> So there's no backlog. I mean, it looks great. There's no backlog, but it's also kind of like you're not making money right now. Yeah, I think that's why you see the you see the marketing for films like very very slim right now because they don't want they don't want to put a lot of money into it because they know you know they got to do everything they can to get a return on it. I think that's why the Batman got pushed back another year. Honestly. Yeah, I mean it's it's possible. I mean that. Uh, what are we looking at? Uh, obviously there were production delays. Um, Colin Farrell revealed he would shoot the film on and off until February 2021. Yeah. And then next month, they should wrap up. Actually, one one big superhero movie that's supposed to be out this year, which is not, it's not MCU. I mean, it is Marvel, but it's not MCU, is um, um, the next Venom. Yes, yes. That's, that's supposed to be <laughs> out will be in carnage. June. Yeah, let, the, uh, let there be carnage. Um. I really liked the first one. I really liked Venom. I liked it. I mean, it had, it, I think the beginning of the movie was kind of kind of crap. The way it started, it just seemed kind of cheesy. Yeah. But then, like, it became like a fun buddy cop film. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I thought I thought Tom Hardy was really good as Venom. Um, and then I think like Woody House, Woody Housen as as Carnage. Um, that's gonna be great. Yes, agreed. Um, also, because they're trying to, uh, Sony's trying to work on their own, like, like their own universe with the characters they own for Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Morbius comes out next year. Yeah, I know that's one that got delayed. Um, everything else looks like it's in pre-production. Uh. One thing that's that'll be interesting with the next Venom is that it's directed by Andy Serkis. He's directing it, huh? Yeah. Mm. What has he directed? I know what he's been in, but what has he directed? Yeah, you know, I don't know too much of his work on that part. Breathe, I've never seen that. Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle. I did not see that. Venom, obviously. Andy Serkis is going to be Alfred in the Batman movie. That's going to be interesting. Oh, he is? Uh-huh. Oh. Be right, that's pretty neat. If he motion captures an old guy. This is all <laughs> a motion capture. And they like, <laughs> it's like the cartoon Batman, Alfred. <laughs> he is Caesar. He's Alfred Caesar. <laughs> Bat strong together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Ugh. Well. Yeah, we haven't talked to film like this in a while. I know everything's been kind of like up in the air, but it's been a good time to kind of, especially with Godzilla. Uh, we will get that out of the way. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we're going to be starting up the review realm very soon for those of you who do watch our videos. Um, I think we're definitely doing the latest we- Weezer release first. So keep an eye out for that. Yep, that's coming soon. Um, and definitely let us know if there's any music reviews that you want to want us to check out or so we can review because we're looking for content this year. It's been kind of slow. But Yeah, I mean yeah. I think I think art I think bands and artists will announce more stuff throughout the year, but I mean we'll get there. We'll get there, yeah. Um but John, thank you for coming back on. Um definitely I'll have you on again soon. And for those of you who don't already do so, please uh, follow us on Twitter at media underscore bedlam. You can find myself as Sam the SOB official. Um, John is running the review realm, uh, Facebook page, YouTube page, Twitter. I feel like there's something else I'm missing. The uh, Instagram too, yeah. Instagram. Uh, you can just find us at review realm. Um, you can find every uh, myself, uh, the bedlam media stuff on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, we are on all stream, streaming platforms, excluding Pandora. If there's something that we're not on, please uh, please feel free to add us or let us know, and we will try to add ourselves on there. Uh, this has been Open Frequency, Open Frequency Radio with John. Thank you guys for listening. You guys uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.